Well, 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 we start the way we start. Until the lions have their own historians, the tales of hunting would always glorify the hunter. And you know, I will say that again. Folks, I said, until the lions have their own historians, the tales of hunting would always glorify the hunter. Hello, and welcome to the most opinionated hour radio and the nation's thought-provoking hour. I am Nana Ansakwal the fourth, chief of the Little Republic of Akwamu Edumasa, and I say thank God it's Monday. Now it's been a while, I know, and I miss you all, and I'm sure you guys also miss me. And are we glad or are we glad to meet up once again to perform this beautiful ritual? Our favorite radio talk show of all time. Welcome to the show I call That's My Opinion. Folks, only on 99.7 FM, and our topic today is freedom. This freedom will cost us our freedom. Yes, this freedom will cost us our freedom. Folks, at this point, I'll say let us all gather and make truth good. This freedom will eventually cost us our freedom. Because I think it's about time that we pause to evaluate the true cost of our freedom and the consequences that lie ahead of us. The Universal Declaration of Human Rights, Article 1, it says all humans are born free and equal and in dignity and rights. They are endowed with reason and conscience and should act towards one another in spirit of brotherhood. Very profound, very interesting. Folks, but in Ghana, the story may be a bit different. We have our own chart, and it's quite simple. And that is, all men are born and they are free. They are free. As for the rest, 
I'm not sure. I bring a topic every Monday evening for us to deliberate. But every now and then I bring that one topic which I think we need to pay particular attention to. And the topic today is one of such. This freedom will eventually cost us our freedom. Now, once upon a time, Captain So, who's a very good, nodding listener, good contributor to the show, to be honest, I need to find out where my old man is, you know, uh, full of wisdom. And he said that uh, some American slaves were freed. And in jubilation, one threw his shovel up while coming down, a cut of another man's nose off. When they went to court, the judge says, my friend, your freedom ends where his nose begins. With the issue of where freedom ends, there's also another story of a guy who uh, said, to, said he has the right to throw or swing blows. Again, he was told that your right to swing a blow ends where my nose begins. So folks, freedom is never absolute. Freedom is never absolute. It should not be infringing on anyone's right whatsoever. No matter how much freedom you have, should not be infringing on anyone's rights. So where did we get this culture of absolute freedom from? Now I don't know whether it starts, you know, whether to start from the top or to start from the bottom. There are one or two guys who are unlucky few, I may call them, whose freedoms have been restricted. Folks, and even them, the freedom to abuse their right defies all logic. Hundreds languishing in our jails. Some of the reasons will blow your mind. There's no car to transport the prisoner to the courthouse. The policeman dealing with the case has gone for peacekeeping. He's been transferred. Sometimes the policeman is even dead. So one is left in jail for years to rot without even having his day in court as to whether he's guilty or innocent. And we have the freedom to do that. And everyone in the chain of responsibility is free to keep their jobs. Politicians can cause major blunders, take decisions which make you wonder if, you know, if they arrived at it alone or if they actually got help. Three, civil servants we complain every day. Some of their behaviors so terrible below the belt. Yet, yet, they are almost guaranteed their jobs. Oh yes, folks. How can I talk about freedom and leave the motorway out? Folks, look at the number of crashes and deaths that occur on the motorway and on the high roads. It is a sieve when it comes to roads and this thing. It's a no man's island, so no one is responsible. We have complained to the highest point. Folks, we have the freedom to speed on it. Yes, we have the freedom to put our foot down and speak till our heart content. And the government has the freedom to leave the road in whatever state it is. Then now you free. Opia, freedom on the bed of 
I have been, I've not been able to get my head around such arrangement. How a whole group of people can come to this arrangement, I don't know what's beneath. What level of freedom allows it? I don't know. We at the bottom of the ladder are equally worse. We have enjoyed this absolute freedom so much. Anytime there's an attempt to put us in check, we decide to demonstrate. Even if it is for our own good. Don't sell on the pavements. You know, cars should have seat belts. Don't speed. Don't pick up passengers anywhere. Don't put your kiosk and don't build in waterways. We will demonstrate. Show a human face. Don't go and inter intervene. Show a human face. And this can literally start a demonstration. Yes, by insisting on the law, we can actually start a demonstration. We have the freedom, folks, to build before we plan. And when the planners move in, they are also free to break down the houses that we have completed. And you know what the funny thing is? The planners who sat till the buildings came up before the demolition are also free to keep their jobs. What sort of arrangement is this? What sort of arrangement is this? That you sit and watch and watch a whole development come up or a whole uh, a settlement, you know, it could be squatters. You sit and wait for a whole settlement to develop and then you move in. When you move in, those who are trying to correct form an association and demand, but nobody gets punished. Folks, 2014, 2015, thereabouts. Now, I remember Nana Inspectors was one of the advocates of this, complaining that there was a market fledging around the Accra Mall. People had started putting things on the pavement. We complained. Whoever it is, job it is to make sure that place was tidy, was free to keep their job. They have that freedom. Those who were selling also had the freedom to sell them. Oh, there are some people or folks from Chad who are always hustling people there, begging and tagging on everybody. Numerous occasions we complained. But today it's a different story. And like everything else, folks, we sit and watch until we are overwhelmed that we can't do much about it. Like everything else, we just sit and watch as it festers and festers until we become overwhelmed you can't do anything about it. And still, folks, no consequences. We still have the freedom. Folks, we have gotten this idea that democracy means I can do whatever I want to do, and if you don't like it, take it to court. And since most of us can't be bothered with the long, drawn-out court processes, many people get away with murder. Can Ghana prevail? Maybe that should have been my, sub my subtitle today. Can Ghana prevail just by this convention that we seem to create as we go along? The poor say if you restrict them, they can't survive, so they need to break the rules to survive. The rich says they have money, so what the heck? Who are you to restrict me? I am rich. Folks, if we really stand back 
and take a holistic view and ask, are we heading the right direction? If we take a holistic view of the situation and ask, are we heading the right direction? Maybe that's an answer for another day. For those of you who have traveled, you realize that there is freedom everywhere. Oh, yes. But the freedom lies within what the law allows you to. So you are free to drive. Drive all you want, but only within the speed limit allowed on the road you're traveling on. And if you do 10% more than what you're permitted to do and you're caught, you may be disqualified, punished, you know, rich or poor. It's got nothing to do with your personality. It's the speed. And at the time, you broke the law and that's it. So yes, there is freedom to drive. And this freedom is set within the boundaries which cut across every aspect or every sector. Everyone is free. But you are only free to do what you are allowed to do. You are not free to do what your heart content. Now, even if you are not working, folks, you should tell the state so that they may support you in your livelihood. If you don't, and the law catches up with you, you may have to answer as to how you are surviving as an unemployed person. So yes, you are free to be unemployed, but let the state know how you are surviving. Otherwise, you will be suspected of dealing in drugs or something illegal. Because how can you be living, driving your car, going and coming, paying your rent, and say you are unemployed, you don't work? So that's how much freedom is. You are free to be unemployed, but within the boundaries of unemployment. But if the state is not feeding you and you are also not working, then how, why aren't you dead? Why aren't you homeless? And how come you're driving a car? Freedom. Folks, will end where my nose begins. Folks, let me conclude with our own media. Oh, yes, with our own media. Freedom of media. Excuse me, but there's a fine line between freedom and sometimes madness. There's a real thin line between freedom and madness. And some of the times what we practice in the media is madness. Yes, the Constitution says media should not be censored. And I totally agree that, you know, you should not censor, you know, the media. They should talk. But does it also say that <laughs> uh, there should be nonsense on the media? Do we not have the responsibility that whatever it is that we are skewing on the media is nearly to the truth and right and moral, whatever it is, as possible. Folks, some media houses just let people lose on their airwaves. And I tell you what, they are just a disaster. And the information with confidence coming from misinformed persons is just mind-boggling. And now the craze is sensation and maligning. Now the craze is sensation and maligning. That's the new trend. 
And so sometimes the airwaves can be just like a cattle mark. And you wonder one person behind the mic with hundreds and hundreds of people out there listening, thinking that because you are behind the mic and you're speaking with such confidence, whatever it is you're saying is nearer to the truth or gospel as possible. We need to have an education on the cost of freedom. Folks, we need to have an education on the cost of freedom. And let citizens know what the true cost of freedom is. It can be expensive. Because in 10 or 20 years down the road, the thought really scares me. The thought really scares me. Folks, look. Aid schools within a short month in all these other countries. Now, I know that, you know, Ghana may be advanced and uh, uh, the grounds are not that weak for such military takeovers. But I, I, I can guarantee you that some of the elements of the frustrations in these guys who are taking the youth is this level of freedom which breeds indiscipline. Absolute freedom breeds in discipline. And, and I, I wouldn't be surprised that out of all these groups, out of all these groups, there will be some elements in there where the youth, and now bear in mind that you know the the, the, the age of the average average African is really dropping. It's really dropping. The whole world, the continent with the most youth. As the African continent. Now the youth have a different level of patience. They have a different level of tolerance. They see things differently. And so if they are hovering around and because of this freedom for somebody who's supposed to create employment, not creating the employment, somebody who's supposed to make sure there's equity in healthcare, not doing their job, you frustrate them. You frustrate them. So this freedom with this absolute freedom, it, 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 it will cost us. And it's costing us. We are literally paying a price and we are paying too much. Too many lives being lost. Too many lives being wasted. Too many opportunities being denied. Because of this idea of freedom. We are paying too much. It's becoming too expensive. It's becoming too expensive. But you know, folks, you may be on the other side who thinks, hey, Nana, hold on, let us enjoy our freedom. We like it, how it taste, you pay your freedom. I enjoy it. There may be the other school of thought who also think that, Nana, hold on, I say, okay, my envy and we here because one day, one day, we may have to come and pay the price that will be too much. That will be too much for us. Now, at this point, you know what? <laughs> I'd say it's one Ghana, one people. Get onto the phone lines and talk to me. It's 0302216541. Let us talk and let us find out if it is time to now sit back and really evaluate the cost of this trend of absolute freedom. 
I see my brother Edward Carraway. Edward, the number is uh, 0302. Two... Hold on one second. It's 0302216541. Talk to me. Okay, so I have Evans on the line. Evans, let me hear you. Uh, good evening, Nana. Hello, good evening. Studio, if you can check Evans' line for me, I can't I can hear Evans on the line. Hello, Nana.
Now to take your transport to a district with you and register is our own pocket money. If you don't go, you can't register. You can't vote. I don't know Ghana Card is going to vote or Ghana Card is not going to vote. I don't know. We don't have job. How are we going to join car and go and register and get our vote tomorrow? Before the leaders malaya or tell us the truth now. Where are we leading to? Ghana is going down. Ghana is dying. Ghana is dying. We are saying something in the youth. We are saying something. Let's calculate something from 2010 up to now. Ghana is dying. In fact, if Nkuma doesn't give us electricity, I don't know who is in Ghana now who will give us electricity up to now. Nobody can do such a thing. If look at the way we are suffering. Look at the way we are suffering, education and all that. We cannot even manage. If Nkuma hasn't done a lot of things, things for us, how are we going to live in Ghana? Even electricity, we cannot fight with it. Water, we cannot fight with it. Sanitation, no. Education, no. Workers payment, no. Now look at the system, the technology system, the use. We are using mobile more than even to go and find small jobs to do. Even there's no job there. We depend on technology, mobile phones. When you see any little under 15, under 12, mobile phone, mobile phone, mobile phone. Now we don't want to be in rain. Book, no, mobile phone, mobile phone, mobile phone, mobile phone to the exam hall. In Ghana, God help us. Thank you. 0302216541. This freedom will eventually cost us our freedom. Hello, Ben. Let me hear you. Is that the scribe? Yes, this is Derek. Shall I speak? Derek, let me hear you. Okay, um, good evening and good evening to your cherished listeners. You know, um, when I say, when I speak to reflect on the, um, the troubles that Gamma is facing now, uh, you know, I get, I, I tend to ask myself if there's hope, but, you know, I conclude that there's no hope, and then we are leading, we are going into darker days, one, because there's no plan to um, control our agriculture crisis, there's no plan or, yes, 
there's no development plan there's no infrastructure plan there's nothing all right it is as though our leaders have what the last problem for this case yes yes it's they don't have a clue to how to manage this country yes last time i was listening to a commentary made by Cecil. i don't know if he's the head of uh, road and safety something and then he was being asked why uh, uh, the, the, they are not tending to fix the Tramoto way he said Ghanaians need to fix their attitude okay and then what uh, they've filling the portals between is because it is the quicker way to 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 go to go with but you ask myself you ask ourselves is that the best way so this tends to what tends to conclude that our leaders have a problem solving skills they don't know what they are doing thank you very much Thank you very much. Hello, Daniel, let me hear you. Hello. Yes, Daniel, let me hear you. You okay, Nana? Good evening. Good evening. Yeah, Nana, uh, let me remind you of something. Do you, do you know of the, uh, what about this Osajifu, Ojijifu saga? Tell me to continue. Osajifu what? Osajifu and the, the saga between Osajifu and Ojijifu. No, no, I don't know. You have to educate. Okay, me. no, let me now. You know, Ghana, we are we are number one in everything, and we will remain number one in everything. You are talking about the youth and the future. Look, Nana, let me tell you something. The youth, the youth themselves, they don't know what they are about, and they don't even know what they are about because we have a senior youth who thinks that that is the uh, this is the saga of the Ojijifu and the Osajifu. Kwame Nkrumah was said to be lived way ahead of his time. Today, Ghana is bedding with a president who is living way, way behind his time. And that's the situation that we have today. An octogenarian president who thinks that uh, Ghana has become his property. Look at, look at the election. Look at this coming election. Look at the, 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 the events folding up. Look, I am a Tema Habo. If you come to the harbor right now, it's as if it is somebody's bona fide property. I am telling you, it, it, it was not that well when that, look, we, everybody will vote for uh, pre-2016. Now what is happening today, it's as if there's some Pandora borders have been opened. There's so many decks. Somebody you come and then somebody will ask you, where did you take the, uh, 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 when did, where did you go with the container? That is all that the person is doing with his desk. And you, you have to pay money. Look, it, I don't know now, Ghana, we don't know. We just don't know. We have an orthodox president, an old man, who's supposed to have a little bit of experience, and that's what we're all voting for. Today, in office, and it's as if it is the president. So I don't want to use... Daniel, hold on, Daniel, hold on. I don't think it's fair to blame everything on the president. We. We, we are all to blame in this thing. We at the bottom enjoy the freedom. Those at the, at the top also enjoy the 
the no consequence, and it's it's become Nana, a good thing. So Nana, I don't please, want you to think that's one person's No, Nana, please. You see what we are saying is that end. This man can never pass there because his leadership is what is breeding all this. Then his leadership style, the corruption that any time somebody is going, you see him clearing everybody. So it's it's as if now everything is now open to all. Any time, say this man came from. Uh, how do you call it? Uh, cash for seat, PDS, uh, whatever, Australia, whatever. Everything the man has cleared is. So it's as if everybody is free to do anything. That is the situation we have today. Thank you very much. Let me go to Dave. Hello, Dave. Hello, David. Good evening, Anna. Good evening. Yes, mine is just on, uh, I'm a driver, I'm an online driver, and I want to talk about the so much indiscipline on our roads. Mm-hmm. Um, majority, just you said in your submission, um, total drivers stopping in the middle of the road without any care, nobody cares, just stop, pick, move, and then stop again. And, and I want to put out it on a blame on a policeman. When you go to a car center now, Nana, I don't know. A whole lane, you see policemen allowing total drivers to park a three lane. They have taken one lane. The sellers have taken another lane. Three lane, you can only use the middle lane. You go to a car central from, just from the, from in front of them, make a U-turn from UTC, coming back to the Nkrumah circle, it's a hell of a time. The freedom, I don't know. I just don't know how to even describe it now. The roads are terrible. Nothing is just working in the transport sector now. You buy fuel, you just waste it on your roads every day and day. I know Joy FM has been carrying this issue about traffic lights, bad roads, street lights not working, even common marking on the road. Nana, we don't have it. And Nana, I know once you are at Akwemu, our, those parts of the road, when it's at the foggy and you are driving on those roads, it's the markings that help you. But here we are, our roads are so dark when it's raining, it's like if you don't take it, you just have to look for some safe place and park, else you are a dead man. Nana, I don't know where this country is heading to. Thank you. I'm talking too much. I'm sad. Thank you. I'm sad. Let me go all the way to USA and speak to my brother, Kwabna. Ojam, good evening. What do you say? Good evening, Nana. Nana, uh, Boko. Nana, I, think uh-huh. I would want to disagree with you to some extent. I think on the contrary, sure. um, mm-hmm. lack of freedom rather is expensive and not more freedom. I want to understand. Okay. So I want to disagree with you that we need more freedom. And like the constitution has stipulated areas where we trespass, where we go beyond the freedom that we supposed to have. There are there are there are rules to for anybody to seek uh, to seek redemption or to seek remedy, right? So mm-hmm. I think the media the media cannot be guard. The media cannot be controlled as to what kind of what kind of information they need to give it to the public. How would you feel if the government is is censoring Joy FM and asking Joy FM to 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 minimize its editorial editor, editorial um, editorial information to the public. You know, it, it wouldn't be nice. So I think we need a more we need more freedom. And with freedom, we can 
we can be able to to um, be innovative and to produce more. I hope you understand. So I think we need more freedom. Other than that, our democracy will go down the drain. Okay, bye-bye. Hmm, I hear you. Governor 0302-216-541. Who knows uh, who agrees with Governor that maybe we need more freedom. Justice, let me hear you. Justice, you think no. we need more freedom or you think we need to constrain what we have? The freedom, we have already have it. So we need to constrain it. And hmm. what we are, what I want to say right now, we are doing well. Ghana, we are doing well. Just that we need the, somebody who will just encourage us. We are doing well. That's fine. We are just start all the difficulties. We are doing well. I just want to encourage the youth. No matter how hard we are going through, we are performing. We are moving. We are young and we are now growing. The old man who is 66 years old, who, who have gone on pension, is is struggling in the family house. He doesn't have his own apartment. So when they started 1957, those people, they are still there poor. Some of them even want people to fetch water for them to drink. They don't have those people around them. Some of them have been abandoned in some villages, in some corners somewhere. And they have the history. When they took over 1957, they know what went on. So, they have to blame my father. I have to blame my people. So, if with that, I'm not blaming them and I'm trying to go forward. Please, I need someone to encourage me to go forward. We are, we are doing well. And kudos. This, these people we are seeing them, they will just pass by. We, we are coming. We are coming. We are coming with Vim. We need someone to encourage us. So that when 20 years to come, when 40 years to come, we can look back and say, yes. These people have fought, and we too, we have continued. Thank you very much. That's, thank you. That's the spirit. Ajimai, let me hear you, my brother. Yeah, thank you for your program. I hope you're doing well. I'm very good. And I, um, I don't side with a lot of colleagues, I mean, criticizing the authorities. I mean, I see we ourselves at the lowest level not behaving the way we should behave. But one thing is, you should also blame those at the top because um, whatever happens is like when my party is on power, I have to enjoy freedom to a certain level. You know, the private companies, they say limited, limited, limited. But the kind of freedom we are enjoying, there's no limit on it. That's why we are paying dearly for it. Talking about freedom of expression, freedom of association, freedom of speech, we are abusing all. And who checks it? Who makes sure that? there should be a level of the freedom that we seem to be having. Some of the radio presenters who present their programs as if they have been paid to, I mean, bring some parties down and, I mean, raise some other parties. You know understand? It is alleged that they have been paid to chastise other parties because they say freedom of speech. After all, the person will speak whatever on air. They will call him, National Media Commission will call him, they will eventually leave him. So at least I see our, our, our laws are not working. The system is not punishing people who are abusing our freedom. And I fight with you. God be with you. Thank you too, my brother. Thank you. Hello, Francis is on the line. Francis, let me hear you. Hello. Hello. Uh, hello. Hello, hello Francis. Yeah, welcome back from Forever Ranch. <laughs> we missed you. Uh, but uh, I think, uh, is it... Uh, freedom. We, I think it's negligence. We are neglecting the freedom has been given to us. 
and uh, we are making mess of it because we are not making use of the freedom. The laws are there, but it, it looks everybody has ignored the the law which will give us the freedom. Don't build on uh, on waterways. People build on waterways. Nobody cares. People have been given the authority and the 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 power to control those things. They will not do, or they they are ignored. So the negligence has overtaken everything, and as if we don't have laws. I know uh, the, the the laws are given to us so that our freedoms, the freedom given to us, can be uh, uh, used to the benefit of all. But we have neglected everything, and that's what is causing us. And I don't know where we are going. Thank you. Thank you very much. Kwabna <laughs> is on the line. Hello, Kwabna. Yes, sir. Can I hear you? Yes, I think um, things are not as, as bad as we look at it. I think we are doing very well as a country, and we have to take things step by step. I also think that uh, we have to stop that small business that we keep doing, the tabletop business that we keep doing. Everybody keeps opening small, small provision shops. I think we have to start thinking big as a country because most of these businesses are not able to get that kind of capital that they need to expand. So I think we have to look at that as a country in general. The small business is just not helping us because most of these advanced countries are all focused on big industries, big industries, and we are still focused on tabletop business and it's not helping us. So I think that government should look at it and we as citizens should also look at it. Hmm. Okay, thank you very much. Even though uh, I wasn't complaining too much about setting up of small businesses, I'm just complaining about where the business will be set up. So, i.e., if I want to set up my little Kilewili store on the pavement, I have the freedom to fry on the pavement. How about the person who is visually impaired? Where is his freedom to also use that pavement? You know, that's that's where I was. That's the direction I'm going on. So, I'm not necessarily upset with the guy doing the Kilewili. I'm just upset with where he's doing it because he's now infringing the right of somebody who wants to use the pavement. Nanakwesi is on the line. Let me hear you. Hey, good evening. Good evening, Nanakwesi. Okay. Um, there's a reason why we appoint, we elect, or put people in various positions so that they will make sure that everybody will be shipped in line. If you leave people's will to them, they will abuse it. However, we are all at fault. And the one who is supposed to make sure that all of us are shipped in line is misbehaving himself. That is why things have escalated to this point. So we need solutions. Going forward, humans will always be human. We will misbehave if you give us the chance. So let's start putting people who are disciplined and their discipline will trickle down to the last person on the ground in various positions. If you continue to put the kind of people we put in place, the story is not going to change. We are all doing the wrong thing, but we always go back to the one who is supposed to make sure 
I do the right thing. And if I don't, I'm hold accountable for. At the end of the day, who who who's who who's the one who is supposed to enforce the law responsible? Looks like no one. So they do what they want and they go. When they leave, you can't even hold the person in high office responsible because the law protects them. All of these are contributing factors to what is happening right now. This curious thing that you mentioned, something is happening right now in an area that I see. And I keep this assembly people, they keep passing the onana. They are seeing that people are starting mounting kiosks on a gutter. But they won't say anything. Why do they have to wait for it to get out of hand before? Now, if we go and we are taking, we are we are saying they should move, we just relocate from there. We leave the one who is supposed to make sure that they were they, they, they weren't there, they didn't settle there to begin with. We leave that person, that person who will have their job. So at the end of the day, the people will still come and be there. And that is what happens in all aspects of our lives in this country. We need solutions. Let's start doing what has to be done. If I'm misbehaving, I'm supposed to act right. But if I'm misbehaving, there's someone there who's supposed to shoot me in line. That's why they are lost. That's why we hand over the state resources to people to make sure some of these things is done. Good evening. Good evening and thank you. You see now, <clears throat> I'm going to go to Nana in Kwabna uh, uh, in the USA. But before Kwabna comes, you see, I think that this our obsession to free and freedom with no limit was it was a, a way of bribing the citizenry for for power so if i want to come to power i, I will bribe you with the liberty of doing whatever it is you want to do so that you vote for me and because you are you know doing whatever it is you want to do you don't come back and hold me uh, accountable and we fall into this vicious cycle so i just feel that it was the easiest way for people to get into power was to bribe people with, you know, freedom. Because otherwise, I think it's the cheaper way. Because if it's not that, then you have to provide roads, you have to provide good schools, good health care. And those things, you know, require thinking and, and hard work and commitment, you know. And if you consider the process with which people go through to get power, the money they spend, it is easier for me to say, you know something, do what you want to do. I think that's why we've fallen into this trap, you know, and uh, we are probably abusing the freedom we have. Come on, USA, let me hear you. And Nana, I'm happy you brought about the bribery of the electorate, right? So mm -hmm. committing crime does not mean uh, freedom is bad. I don't understand. So indiscipline on that road doesn't mean freedom is bad. Indiscipline on that road means the police should be able to do their work and hold people accountable for their behavior on the road. Like like the other gentleman talked about the 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 um, the Panukuma, uh, highway, the motorway and the responses from the responses from the from from the highway ministry, officials from the highway ministry. It doesn't mean that freedom is bad. It means the personnel on us on ethical, right? The personnel in the bureaucracy are unethical and therefore we need to find ways of bringing out a new Ghanaian that's ethical that would be doing the right thing now, now let me make this last point let me make this last point let, let me hear you it's yeah. an answer what we saw in with, with the MPP delegate con congress and it's not even the MPP even the NBC they do this 
the illiterate. Now, Nana, whose responsibility is it, right, to hold these people accountable? Nana, whose responsibility is it? Can you please tell me, Nana? Well, it's the police, isn't it? It's not even the police. It's the attorney general, right? It's the attorney general who is supposed to go undercover. The special prosecutor who is supposed to go undercover and hold his own party people accountable. He's not doing it. Right? So that's where the freedom comes in. That's where we, the Ghanaians, we need to move into the streets. Right? That's where we have the freedom to hold them accountable. Hey, you guys are not doing well. We kick you out. Right? So it's a very thin line, like you said. But if we are able to work within the boundaries, we will move forward and you tell us that we are, we are doing well. Then uh, it's not doing well. Then it's lagging behind the Southeastern Asian countries. We are behind. We are yeah, that's what, uh, We are behind. We are behind. Hmm. All right. Thank you very much, Governor, all the way from USA. But I, I, I must insist on what Justice said. That, look, we still have to hang on. This is not the worst country, you know, in the whole world. No. We are just complaining because we could and should be way better than this. And, you know, if you need to be better, if you need to have a country together, there should be some discipline. You know, you cannot just be free to do whatever it is you want from the top to the bottom. It makes development quite, quite slow. But justice says the youth are coming up and they'll do something different. And we are definitely relying on the new crop of Ghanaians who will be much more selfless and, you know, more forward-thinking, uh, change the status quo and throw the old manual away. I think it would be just a wonderful. Uh, that's my opinion. Uh, Fosti is in with the 8 o'clock news bulletin, so stay tuned. And after that, Kofi Hayford will come. With, oh, I have a last one. Okay, that's for, that's for last one. Through. Hello, who's talking to me? Hello, good evening, Nana. Yes, uh, what am I talking to? Israel. Israel, let me hear you. Thank you very much. You, 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 you have said it all. Okay. okay. The freedom, the freedom is good, but sometimes it is bad. And the law, the law we make by for ourselves, we are not, we are not, we are not, we are not behaving according to the law. Especially the big men, the leaders. The leaders, they are running away from the law. They are not accountable to the law. I don't know. If the leaders are not accountable to the law, how can the people, the citizens, who are accountable to the law? You see? For example, building on the waterway, sometimes the they know that that is the waterway, but they will be permitted to the people to go and take the house on the waterway. Later, thank, before thank you tell very much. Noise. Thank you. Thank you all too soon. That's what time will allow us. But as I said, Posty is uh, lined up with your news bulletin at 8. Kofi Hayford is also lined up with some really good tunes for Overdrive. I am Nana Ansakwa, the fourth chief of the Little Republic of Akwemwe Dumasan, as I say. Until next Monday, God willing, we'll be back to do this all over again. Thanks for tuning in and thanks for even calling. Thank you.